0: thrive in our Christian life, we all need to know who we are, especially who God says we are, as we've discussed in this podcast already. We all need to know how to overcome temptation as well. Jesus shows us what these things can look like in verses that we've looked at in previous days. In his life, now that he has had his identity affirmed by the Father, now that he knows who he is, and now that he has proven the ability to withstand the enemy's temptation, he is now ready, his ministry can officially begin. Matthew chapter 4, verses 12-17 through 17 says, When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulon and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulon and land of Naphtali, the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. So as Jesus' ministry begins, John the Baptist has been arrested, which other Gospels tell us was for telling the truth to power. King Herod was in an immoral and ungodly marriage that violated God's law, and John was very clear about that, as all good prophets are. So Herod had him arrested, and apparently, due to the atmosphere surrounding this, Jesus felt the need to withdraw from Jerusalem, heading up north to the region of Galilee. As we've mentioned already, Jesus lived much of his life in northern Israel, considered by many Israelites to be a backwards and unimpressive part of the country. This makes it somewhat surprising when Matthew starts quoting Isaiah, words spoken hundreds of years before Jesus came. Isaiah had foretold that out of the north in the region of Galilee, a great light would be coming. The emphasis was not Jerusalem, the city of prophets and kings, but rather an unlikely place for Jesus to minister. And in Jesus' coming, a great light has come, light has dawned. Isaiah's words here are often used as a Christmas passage. In the birth of Christ, we celebrate that light was coming into this world. Darkness can't exist in the presence of light. Light always wins. Darkness always gets pushed back when light shows up. As Jesus begins his ministry, that is exactly what starts happening. Jesus begins to preach, which is to proclaim truth. We don't need a pulpit to preach, although that's often what we associate with the word preaching. Anytime you're sharing truth in your life, you are preaching. Anytime you share Jesus with someone, you're preaching the gospel. Preaching the truth was a major part of what Jesus did, and he starts off his ministry right away with this activity. And as Jesus starts preaching, he is initially continuing John the Baptist's message, which was repent. The word repent literally means turn or change. It doesn't just mean acknowledging sin or feeling sorry for sin. It means actively turning your life away from sin. And why does Jesus say this is so important? Because the kingdom of heaven has come near. This was a brand new part of the message, and many Christians today don't fully grasp it. We think of heaven as the place where God lives, the place that we will go when we die, a far-off place where our loved ones who have passed currently dwell. And it is those things, to be certain, but it is much more as well. Jesus says that heaven has come near to earth, now, not far away, not in another realm, not in another time, but here on earth. In Jesus, heaven has come to earth. He is setting up the kingdom of heaven on earth, and Jesus is going to teach us what heaven is like and how to start living out heaven's ways right now, not in some far off future, but here in this life on earth. In Jesus, heaven has come to earth, and we get to experience some of heaven now, and we are to live out the kingdom's values and ethics now, not later. So take some time today to meditate on the kingdom of heaven in the here and now. How well are you experiencing heaven here on earth? How well are you living out heaven's ways here on earth? And how can you pray into this today, knowing what you know from these verses that we've looked at?